Hello, welcome back all. Happy New Decade. Thank you so much for returning and being here with me on the Realist Realtor Podcast. This is Carmelita Turner, your host of the Realist Realtor. This is where we specialize in connecting the dots to help real people in real life by highlighting real world experiences that impact our lives and our wealth acquisition through real estate. I am so pleased that you decided to join me today. It was truly my heart's intent to be with you as we turn the corner into a new decade on January the 1st. Um, However, I was actually uh, in the hospital that day. I came down with a severe case of strep throat. And as some of you may be aware of, that was after suffering a very devastating loss in my life on December the 28th that has really given me pause and um, has me currently still taking baby steps back into living, Um, but I am getting stronger every day. So I wanted to come on today and just share some brief time with our listeners of the Realist Wilter podcast on our topic today of love, loss, and life. So um, the educator in me is going to draw on one of my favorite uh, authors who often gives a lot of great life lessons, Dr. Seuss, to kind of help me navigate what I want to share with the audience today. So I'm going to start off with a quote from Dr. Seuss that says, you know you're in love when you can't fall asleep because reality is finally better than your dreams. And I thought that was so appropriate to start off our talk for today on love, loss, and life. Um, As I mentioned on December the 28th, I suffered a loss that I haven't yet come to terms with. Um, Although I'm getting stronger every day, it may take some time to turn the corner on this loss. And um, one of the things that I have been reflecting on every day, it seems, is the concept of love. If anybody were to ask me, Carmelita, what are some things that you love? That was always such a very easy answer for me. Um, My daughter, my family, my home, my privacy, helping others, educating people. Those are things that I love. And I've been reflecting on the fact that many times things that we love that are in our space and in our lives every day, we sometimes take it for granted that they will be there ongoing indefinitely. But I I think Joan Rivers said it best as one of my colleagues shared with me that none of us are getting out of this alive. And as much as we know Joan Rivers for the comedian as she was, it's a very profound and serious statement that she made. And one of the things that I have truly hoped and I continue to hope will happen out of this podcast is that it will encourage people to always operate out of gratitude and to always understand that now should always be the time 
to not delay gratification, to make sure that you're getting your house in order. That means planning. We've talked about estate planning on this show when we first shared about the Reels family and so much legacy land that is being lost. And I never realized, oh, wow, I never realized the extent and the importance of having a plan in place um, and having information available, readily available for your loved ones, your friends, your family, so that whatever occurs, whenever it may occur, that things are in place and able to be executed as you so desire. In my particular situation, I am I'm remaining continually grateful that my loved one experienced peace and unconditional love through our existence and the experience of us. And I'm eternally grateful that the transition was one of peace. And so having been a part of that and witnessing that firsthand, it's given me a new appreciation, a deeper appreciation for the importance of working and acting and existing from a place of love and making sure that those things and those people that we love and that we enjoy, we are introducing into our lives and our space on a continual basis. So I definitely am going to step outside of one of my loves, which is my privacy, as I talk a little bit about loss. And Dr. Seuss said two things that kind of helped me in this area. One statement was, sometimes you will never know the value of a moment until it becomes a memory. But I want to couple that quote with one that he also shared that said, don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. And I hope that the smile my soul has, the smile that I'm able to have right now as I'm sharing these words with you all, will give some comfort to someone that may be listening in the sense that many times in the midst of loss, we become mired in the feelings and the sights and the sounds and the smells and the emotion of the loss. And that is absolutely fine. That is okay. It's so important for us to feel the feelings and process those, which I am doing every day. Um, That is what will help me again, continue with my baby steps back into living. But we all know that time is fast moving, whether we want to acknowledge that or not. Uh, Those of you that may have uh, grown up in a uh, wonderful, loving uh, Southern church like myself, you may remember hearing that time is filled with swift transition, not of earth unmoved can stand, right? Not, that means nothing, no one. None of us are able to 
contend with time. One of my earth angels and uh, wise advisors said that the reality is that none of us remain here not a minute longer than we should. We are here to exist in our purpose. We are here for lessons that need to be realized and manifested through our living for ourselves, for our souls, for others that are tethered and connected to us as well. And so I know in the case of my loss, um, of my loved one, there are so many things that I have become aware of. I don't really currently have a sense of time. Sometimes I look up and I'm like, where did the time go? Um, I don't really seem to pay attention to it as much anymore. I don't have this driven sense of checking things off of a list right now. It's like, oh, I need to get this done. Oh wait, this needs to be accomplished. That's not where I'm existing right now. And in the midst of loss, it's okay to not exist there. Um, I don't know where my appetite has gone. There are days that I'll think about it and I'm like, wait, did I eat? When was the last time I ate? I, I don't remember. Um, and that's okay uh, in the sense of loss. Um, but we do give ourselves a reminder, you know, we need to uh, maintain our strength and maintain some connections with others that we know will help us along the way as we're processing loss. Rest, you know, reminding ourselves that rest will come in waves. And what I do now, I let it wash over me. Um, as a business owner and an entrepreneur, many times we are having to exist and operate um, throughout long hours or various hours. Um, but right now I allow rest to take over and to just sweep over me like a gentle ocean wave and I invite it. Um, my waking hours, I don't really have a clear understanding at the end of a day what my waking hours really look like or what they involve. Um, and that's okay because I know I did something. I know I interacted somehow. Um, and I know that as time moves on and the fog lifts more and more, I will come back to myself. But it's okay when we're in the midst of loss to feel these feelings. What I remain grateful for is that during the transition of my loved one, there was then and there is now in the home we shared peace and there's calm and there's warmth. Um, this transition did occur in our home and so even all of the energies and people that came into my home to offer what I cannot describe in any other way than to say they gave a 2000% effort along with me 
and my loved one to do all that they could. And for that, I am so grateful. But when I tell you they bought with them empathy and compassion, they were operating out of a space of love, even though it is their job and their duty for everyone from the EMTs to the police officers, uh, the transport gentlemen. When I tell you there was nothing but a sense of peace and calm, empathy and warmth, I cannot think of any other way that I would want a transition to occur. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. So I share that to say that even in the midst of loss, there are experiences and people and opportunities to smile at the fact that you had the ability to experience that person. And I've heard it many times before, and I think it still stands true now, that grieving tends to be for the living. And it is okay to grieve what we've lost. Um, but I know for myself, I just choose not to exist in the grief. I choose to exist in the love and in the life that is coming forth out of this loss that I'm so grateful for. So my main concern and message for everyone in this brief time that we'll have together today is to basically remind you to not delay any form of a good thing in your life. Whether that good thing may be taking a, a vacation that you may not have had in years, um, going after a promotion or a new job, having the courage to approach someone that maybe you've been um, talking with at work or seeing at the local Starbucks or whatever it may be, taking that chance, having that courage, allowing yourself to not only dream of having a home for yourself and for your family, but actually taking valid steps to make that happen. Do not delay any good thing. Do not delay any good thing because it is meant for you to have. It is meant for you to enjoy and to experience. And so if nothing more comes out of this brief transparent message that I wanted to share, just know that I am saying, do not deny yourself any good thing. Loss is inevitable, it will come for all of us, but it is how we live and learn and love through that loss that will make all the difference. I'm gonna also share this final quote on life from Dr. Seuss. 
where he said, life's too short to wake up with regrets. So love the people who treat you right, forgive ones who don't, and believe that everything happens for a reason. If you get a chance, take it. If it changes your life, let it. Nobody said it would be easy. They just promised it would be worth it. I know that I have lived through an experience that has altered my life forever. I have no regrets whatsoever. I have joy. I have happiness. I have gratitude at the experience. I took a chance. It definitely altered my life. And I am grateful for that. No, the journey wasn't easy. Was it worth it? Absolutely. Absolutely worth it. So thank you guys. I just wanted to say I am so just over the moon moved by the outpouring of love and support from everyone. I want to thank you for that. Um, I am continually grateful for the prayers and the support and the love and the light that continually is coming my way. And please keep sending it. I will need it for some time to come. Connect with your loved ones. Let them know that you're thinking about them and that you love them. And uh, always feel your feelings. Express them uh, to someone that you love or in a safe place. It is okay for us to feel our feelings and to process those feelings. That is absolutely fine, and I highly encourage it. I am um, going to share the fact that life will continue to move on for me and, and for many others, and that I will continually baby steps back to living um, continue to educate and help as many people as possible realize all good things for themselves, especially wealth acquisition through real estate. I will be launching a workshop and a six-month program at the end of this month. I am only accepting a select number of people. There will be a limit. Um, to the folks that we're going to be able to accept into this program. I want to thank um, everyone that had, that really stepped up to um, allow things to continue to happen, even as I had to step away. This program will be for those folks who are ready for all good things, who know that you know what you know what you know, that you are ready to do the work to be in a home within six months. Again, we will be launching this program at the end of January. There will be more information to come. As I have said many times before, tell me what you need and we're going to help you find it. We have programs. All we need are people.
And also, I want to give a final thank you and a special thank you to Mr. Green and his family at uh, Green's Funeral Home in Alexandria, Virginia. They are three generations strong there. Um, I have learned so much about their business, the history of their business. Um, I've learned so much just about the local and national and international reach of Black-owned funeral homes. And when I tell you the Green family is truly a family that demonstrates love and compassion and ethics and professionalism, bar none, uh, they are truly the newest friend of this podcast. Note, they are not a sponsor, but I like to highlight and give credit where it is due. I strongly encourage you, if you are thinking about doing future planning for yourself or your family, whether here or nationally, they can help. Um, they can help connect you if needed in other locations. But definitely um, give them a call. And again, you know, let's get our houses in order so that all transitions are as peaceful and loving and comprehensively prepared um, as I know the Greens are more than apt at making happen for folks. I want to say rest in power to my loved one, Steve. Love never dies. Energy just translates into a new beautiful existence. Until we meet again, folks, thank you for joining us here on the Realist Realtor Podcast and stay blessed. Thank you.